0: Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle Deteach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello, and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am Coach Danny D, your host, and I am here always helping small businesses play big through my business workflow, but the podcast is here to also help you to get to that Profits in pajamas lifestyle, so that you can not only have a business but enjoy your business, and be able to do those things that are important to you in life that are not um, that are not business related. Because you know we are often told to always be on the grind and you know to have that business mind turned on all the time. Sometimes we need to be able to turn it off enjoy ourselves enjoy the um fruits of our labor so that's what the podcast is about um as you know if you are a um a, a listener once a month we do a, a episode where we bring on a guest so today is going to be one of those guest episodes and we have Raven Brown and she's gonna talk to us about accounting and um, and some tax benefits for entrepreneurs. So we all know how important it is um, to make sure that we are keeping track of what we're doing financially, whether we actually do it or not. We know <laughs> that um, it's important. And also um, just knowing on the tax side of things, sometimes as an entrepreneur, if you don't have that background, you don't have that um, training on the business owner side, as far as taxes are concerned, you might be missing on some um, important deductions or just some, some things you need to keep in mind to make sure that you're on good terms with the IRS. So I, you know, want to introduce to you Raven and I'll give you a little brief bio about her, but we're we're gonna get to know her. So I'm not gonna get too deep into the bio. The bio will be in the um in the show notes so you can um read up about her, but she is um originally from Chicago and she was raised in Nebraska, but now she's a New Orleans girl. <laughs> once we get you we claim you so now you're a new orleans girl regardless of how you feel about it Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and she's always had a knack for numbers so of course accounting made sense for her as a career path and um it's not a bio, but I learned this about Raven just from meeting her, um, that she's, you know, ventured into from, you know, working in the corporate world to owning her own accounting firm. So that is amazing in and of itself. So she's not only an accountant, but she's also, um, like most of the listeners, a business owner as well. So welcome, Raven.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be
0: here. <laughs> so, um... Just to get us started, can you talk about um, some of the ways that accounting can help business owners to work with ease?
1: Well, accounting can help business owners work with ease by, um, you know, just helping to relieve the some of the stresses that come with financial management altogether. Um, <clears throat> and also it can provide clarity on, you know, the financial stability of your company with you know, if you keep if you have good accounting processes in place, you never have to worry about you know, is my business profitable or not? Because you can always, you know, look at your reports, look at your numbers, and you know, see what what um changes you need to make, what decisions you need to make going forward for your business. So that definitely could provide some clarity, some ease, and help you to make decisions um going forward.
0: Amazing, and I,
1: I you know, I just want
0: to. Add to that a little bit, just, you know, knowing your numbers is, you know, just one of those things that we've done a few different episodes where we brought on different financial experts. And one thing that I noticed when working with entrepreneurs is we get a little bit intimidated by those numbers. Mm -hmm. We are afraid of looking at those numbers, but you never really know your true situation unless you look at those numbers and that looking at those numbers should not be scary. It should be empowering.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it also could, um, you know, benefit you in a way like, you know, you can miss out on some deductions, some tax deductions. um, And also if you're ever needing like some lending or some loans, or even if someone wants to invest in your company, they're going to want to see your numbers and see how far you've come, see what you're doing. And And it also really shows how serious you take your business. If you're not tracking your numbers, then it's like, who who can really take your business seriously? You know? Definitely. And, you know, and I'm just thinking also just
0: recently with the pandemic and a lot of stuff that went on with the pandemic, and there was a lot of opportunities for um, grants and all these different things where um, different organizations, different government agencies were you know out there trying to help small businesses stay afloat but right. if you didn't have your 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 paperwork in order your numbers uh-huh. you know accessible then you weren't eligible for those grants you know so the time that you had to take to try to scramble to pull those numbers together somebody else has already received that grant
1: uh-huh. yep exactly
0: so, what would you consider one of the major misconceptions about
1: accounting? Um, one of the major misconceptions of accounting is that um, it's not really important until tax time comes around at the end of the year. Yes, which is <laughs> false because that by that time it's too late. You know, you're stuck in the position where you're trying to scramble. Um you could potentially end up missing out on a lot of deductions, end up underreporting income or even overreporting income sometimes. Um, and so, yeah, that's a huge misconception that it only really matters at the end of the year when I need to file my tax return. But, you know, all throughout the year, you want to you want to track your numbers to make sure that um, you're keeping track. So say if you have a business where you're you sell a product. You're gonna want to keep track of your sales <clears throat> and your expenses every month because if you have like a down month or a slow month <clears throat> or anything like that, you want to make be able to make those decisions next year. Like, oh, do I need to purchase as much inventory as I had last year? You know, you could really cut some costs there. um Or you know, if you have a month where you have a uh, or a a surplus of sales and you know you weren't really prepared for that, but you know weren't really tracking everything, so. Um, It doesn't just, isn't it just important for taxes, it also comes with um, decision-making. It's a game changer when it comes to decision-making. And also, whenever you wanna go to buy a house, they're gonna wanna look at your numbers. Um, If you ever need to like finance a car or anything, they're gonna ask to see your income statement, your balance sheet, things like that. And if, if you can't provide that, then You're not going to get that loan you're not going to get the funds that you need you know you're going to be stuck in a situation where it's like oh do i have to get a job but do i have to like try to make money some other way because you didn't have anything to substantiate your business
0: yeah and i love what you said about um about decision making because Mm -hmm. you know like you said if you wait till the end of the year that's great for the taxes and that you know you can do what you got to do to serve that purpose But Uh what if it's something that you need to adjust or change? You don't want to wait, you know, a whole calendar year before you make the necessary adjustments when, you know, you may realize I'm spending too much on, um, like I know looking at um, a couple of years ago when I was looking at before the pandemic and I was looking at just, um, rentals for like, if I do large jobs, I rent a U-Haul. Well, that same money that I'm renting a U-Haul could have easily gone towards purchasing a vehicle. Uh But if you're not looking at it on a consistent basis, you don't realize that that is there. So, you know, so then you end up spending, you know, more money for, you know, five, six more months until the end of the year when you look at those numbers again. So I love how you said about, you know, that being a part of your decision-making process. Yes,
1: 1,000%.
0: So if you were, how do I want to say, what are some ways that accounting can help us business owners kind of you know, piggybacking on the idea of um, decision-making, take some of the guesswork out of what we deal with on a daily basis as entrepreneurs?
1: Well, it will take the guesswork out of knowing whether or not your business is profitable um, because you'll be tracking that. You'll see, okay, if it's profitable, then good. Something's working, you need to keep it up. Um, maybe you know it's time to scale think about those things if it's not profitable then obviously you need to change something Um, you know rearrange your money start investing other places so you won't have to guess or worry about that Um, and also can make tax compliance a lot easier because once you're tracking your numbers it's much easier for you to know exactly what to report to the IRS how many taxes you need to be paying um, and things like that because if you're not tracking it it's it's always going to be a scramble for you. It's not going to be fun. You're going to regret the end of the year every single year, and it's going to be annoying. And then, like, you know, I, I get clients like this all the time that just come to me, and they're just like, I wasn't keeping track of anything, and now I'm trying to figure out what my tax obligation is. And it's like, okay. So now we're starting from the beginning of time, January 1, <laughs> two years ago, <laughs> and trying to put our information together. But um, it takes the guesswork out of all of the stresses that come with Financial management, like all of it, can be relieved if you just keep track of it, at least on a monthly basis. So yeah, and then I would
0: I would add to that um, also just I mean I'm 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 this person. Everybody is not this person, but just hire somebody. Like you know, just hire if you know that it's not your thing then just hire someone. We have enough to deal with as entrepreneurs to not carry burdens that we don't enjoy. Like, you know, I hear people complain all the time about well, I have to be, you know, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. No, they have a butcher and a baker that's out there. If you don't, if you just wanna be the candlestick maker, (laughs) you can always hire a butcher or a baker to do those other parts. To make sure that you're not overwhelming yourself, but also if that's not your zone of genius, you're not going to do it right. (laughs) So you want to, you know, you want to partner with people and bring people onto your team that are supporting you and that are, you know, taking care of those things because Raven loved since She was a child. So she, she, she's not aggravated by the numbers, you know, but if you are, then you need to say, well, Hey Raven, what you doing, girl? Can you come over here and, <laughs> and look at these numbers for me? Can you keep this in order for me? And can you make sure that I'm ready for tax season? Right. So.
1: Definitely.
0: I know when we when we um, talked previously, you were sharing with me um, that you had some really good tips for business owners um, as it relates to tax season and I I just really want you to share all of that loveliness with the audience.
1: Yeah, sure. So one thing that a lot of taxpayers or business owners do not know when they start their business is about self employment taxes. they get in trouble with this all the time. And self-employment taxes are pretty much taxes that you pay on your earnings that you make for your business. They're the the exact same taxes that you would have been paying um, if you were employed and you got a W-2 and you got a paycheck. Those taxes that come out of your paycheck automatically, those don't just go away once you start a business. Like you still have to pay those same taxes. In fact, even more, because now that you're the employer and the employee, you pay both sides of those taxes. So I think it's very important to put put aside money, 30%, at least 30% of your earnings or taxes, and these taxes are to be paid quarterly. So at least four times a year, you should be making self-employment tax deposits to the IRS. Otherwise, at the end of the year, you'll end up with penalties, fees uh, for late payments and things like that. Um, So yeah, self-employment taxes are huge, and um, people get caught up with this. All the time all the time they're like i don't know how i end up owing money i'm like you only get a refund if you send in too much money <laughs> you sent in zero dollars and you're expecting a refund like it's not going to happen and, and they have like a big huge tax bill at the end of the year so um new entrepreneurs about their self-employment tax obligations because it could be an ugly shock a really really ugly shock at the end of the year so oh. I want follow up questions on that. I always
0: like to, um, you know, because again, when you start talking numbers, people glaze over really fast. So talk to us like we're in kindergarten. What are like, I understand what you're saying as far as putting the, the 30% aside per quarter, but where where are we filing this? What should we be um, doing to file this? Or is this just too much for our pay grade, and we just need to call Raven.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So to file it, you will have to complete a form that's called a um, 1040ES, which stands for 1040 1040 Estimated Tax Payments. Um, So yeah, it's just an estimate of your profit, and which another reason why accounting is so important, because you only pay these taxes on your net income. So you take your income minus your expenses, and then... It's like ninety-seven point five percent of that. That is the amount that you should be paying these taxes on. And you'll fill out the form It kind of walks you through it. Um, but the idea is that you should be have you should have the money already set aside for it. And so you fill out the form, mail it to the IRS, or you can submit it online and you make the payment um, online. IRS.gov/payments something like that. So,
0: yeah. Awesome, awesome. So. That is great information, especially, like you said, for new entrepreneurs, but maybe some of us that have been around, we may not have been privy to that, and maybe we need to look at some stuff before Uncle Sam come knocking on the doors and (laughs) say, here is my money. (laughs) Um, So what are some other things that you would um, say are very important as far as taxes are concerned in entrepreneurs? Yeah,
1: so going back to those self-employment taxes, because I know how how ugly they are. Um, for businesses that have been in, in the game for a while, you know, they're making some money. Um, I always want them to know of their option to elect as an S corporation to save on these um, self-employment taxes. And how you could save money on that is by um, pretty much paying yourself a salary, a set amount every month or so for the year. And you only pay self-employment taxes on that amount that you're paying for your salary. Because as a sole proprietor, um the irs sees you and the business as one, one and the same like you are the business all of the money that comes to your business is your like it's your paycheck pretty much and so you pay self-employment taxes on all of that money but if you elect to be an escort you pay yourself a set salary you pay your um self-employment taxes just on that salary amount and then the extra or the other money that's left over it's still your money but um it's not subject to the self-employment taxes and you can just, um, take those out of your business as distributions to yourself. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Awesome.
0: okay and I, I think one of the other things that you mentioned, you, you mentioned something before about the common, um, some of the common deductions uh-huh. that can be taken for, um, for small business owners.
1: Yeah. So a really common, common one these days, um, home office expenses. Um, so if you have a home office, or if you work from home, typically, most days, you can deduct a portion of your rent that is attributed to, to the office space of your home. Um, and how you can do that is pretty much take the square footage, the total square footage of your office compared to like the total square footage of your home, uh, multiply that percentage by your total housing expenses, and that could be a huge deduction for your business. Um, let's see, any software that you use for your business, um, if you pay for Zoom, if you pay for, you know, if you have QuickBooks, you're tracking your expenses on QuickBooks, which I highly recommend, those are deductions. Um, if you hire someone, an accountant like myself, that is a deduction, um, you know, and obviously any supplies that you use in your business, if you, your inventory and all of those things are also deductible.
0: Awesome, awesome. So if there was something that you like if if you could share one thing or even if it's a couple of things, because you know we we won't get all the details, um, about that you wish everybody knew about accounting, what would that be?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. What <laughs> I wish everyone, I wish everyone knew that it's not it's not really an option. You know, I think it's definitely a requirement to have some type of accounting system in place if you're starting a business. Um if you can't afford to hire someone, then you need to get on the internet, do some Google searches and figure out how you can manage your your finances yourself um, when you first start out, but it's not really an option. Um when it comes down to a God forbid you ever get in an audit, the IRS is going to want to see accounting records. They're going to want to see that. They're going to want to, and they're going to want it to be backed up by receipts and things like that. So they're not going to have any excuses, any remorse for you. So it is a requirement. Um, a lot of people think that accounting is only for big businesses, or you know, they don't they don't make enough money to have to worry about accounting and things like that. And that's couldn't be further from the truth. So that's what I think. <laughs> that's really what I want everyone to, to know about accounting. And
0: I love that you said that it is a requirement because we do look at it a lot of times as optional. But, you know, one, you know, you, as a business, you have to, you're going to have to file taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to, you know, have your affairs in order. Um, outside of that, just knowing for yourself, because if you don't know your numbers, you just, it's, it's a hobby. I mean, it's not a business, you know, businesses know their numbers. Um, but the other thing, you know, and I understand maybe in the very, very beginning, you may not be able to afford or think that you can afford to, you know, hire someone to help you with this. Uh-huh. But the reality is, if we look at the totality of it all, maybe you can't afford not to. Right. And, you know, when it comes down to it, because you don't want to be in a situation where you are, you know, dealing with the IRS and and issues that happen because you didn't have your paperwork in order. You don't want to be in a situation where maybe, you know, you're consistently losing money in this business and you don't even realize it because you're not keeping track of it you know those things are huge and even though you know i'm a big believer in you know looking at certain things that we may not think of as income producing that kind of low key are. because when you when your numbers are in order one you know what you need what income you need to be producing so that helps you to have that clarity on that but it also, you know, Raven shared a few different tips about, you know, taxes and deductions and everything. Well, I know I don't just know those things off the top of my head, but I know that Raven does. So if you have somebody in your corner that is doing those things for you, then they can help you to make those decisions that are going to make you more profitable as a business.
1: hmm exactly yeah Yeah, and then and if you can't afford someone which you know that's always up for debate but if you're doing it yourself you want to make sure that you're doing it right because uh, mistakes can be expensive expensive especially tax related uh, mistakes because the irs has no mercy at all like you make a mistake they're going to get with their old plus interest plus fees plus all of that and then you're going to still end up paying an accountant anyway to help you help you out with that on the back end so it's just I just can't stress enough how important it is to have this these processes in place from the beginning going forward for your business. Definitely, definitely.
0: And you know, I know um when we were talking separately, we talked about um just the idea of also as you're hiring that accountant, knowing um that, dip, that accountants have specialties. Yes. And, and not all accountants um will you know not all accountants cover the same thing so um can you share a little bit about that
1: yeah some accountants um they only want to focus on the books like the bookkeeping aspect of it the day-to-day things like that some accountants like myself also do taxes as well um a lot of people think or i don't know if you assume that an accountant just knows everything about taxes and knows taxes but not every accountant does taxes um, and then there's different types of taxes, you know, some focus on individual side, more, and then others focus on the business side. And then even there from like sole proprietors and then corporations, which, you know, tax law is very complicated. So you always wanna make sure that your accountant knows your tax situation specific to your entity type. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it all depends. Um, on what your situation is. So you always want to make sure that whoever you're working with is competent, they're ethical, and, you know, that you can trust them <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, when it comes to that money, yes, I, I won't make sure we have a, a trusted relationship because i the No matter yeah. the industry, there's always somebody out there that's that's doing the wrong... <laughs> oh, yeah. The wrong thing, but... um. But it's good to know that we have people, you know, out there like you that are here, one to share information with us, two to, you know, that we can partner with to help our businesses. And, you know, I want to point out um, um, the last guest episode that I had, I had um, um somebody on that was a financial advisor. And one of the things that she was talking about was. You know, she likes to partner with your accountant because, you know, when she's deciding where to put your money, you know, there's all of those implications of what is going to be beneficial to you from a tax standpoint as well. Mm-hmm. So it is it's just building upon that, that partnership. It's, you know, everyone kind of working together, you know, to to help you to be successful. And, you know, big corporations have in-house accounting. You know, they have somebody on their staff that does that. Right. And, you know, our situation is, you know, entrepreneurs, we can't hire for every different situation um, as an employee, but that doesn't stop you from hiring somebody as a um, as a professional to assist you and to help you with the things that you need to help your business to go further. You know, yeah. um, one of my taglines is helping small businesses to play big. A part of playing big is using the strategies that the big guys are using on your level, but that so that you can still get those results.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah for sure it all ties in you know with your finances are in order that's going to be a huge part in your financial planning you know retirement planning all of that so if you just don't know anything you're just not tracking anything how could you plan for the future you know you want to make sure you're secure you didn't just start your business just to to start I mean some people did they want to start their business because they want to do what they love and everything But you also want to make sure that you're um, making sound financial decisions and thinking
0: about the future because anything can happen <laughs> right right <laughs> And you know like you said some people do go into business just because it's they love filling the blank whatever it is and i work with a lot of creatives so you know there a lot of times is that that heart pull to that thing whatever it may be but i think that the the um the mo tends to be when I don't like the something. I just put mm-hmm. it in the corner.
1: Yeah. And think it's just going to go away. And, and <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work
0: like that. It's not that I put it in the corner. It's that I hire someone that does like that thing and it eases, you know, my time and my um and and it it puts me in a position that I'm not stressing over that thing that stresses me out because I've I've given it to somebody who just like, you know, I might be in love with what I do, they're in love with what they do. So they get to do that fun thing that they want to do. And I don't have to anymore. So I, I just want everybody to start thinking about it from that perspective of, let me hire for my weaknesses not let me just sweep them under the rug because nobody looking and they're not gonna, you know, find out. In some areas, maybe you could get away with that, but with your finances and the IRS, uh, they looking. They might not have got to your 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 house yet, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they going get there eventually. <laughs> so. I'm going to go, unless you have some more you want to share with us, Raven, I'm going to go into our wrap-up questions, but if you have something else you just want to, you know, share with the audience that you, you know, really are just like, come on, y'all get it together on this accounting side.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, like I said before, it's always best to start from the beginning, um, but if you haven't, it's never too late to start. Start somewhere. Um, I recommend you QuickBooks. Um. It's pretty inexpensive, easy to use. Um, get in there and sync your bank accounts to it and start categorizing your expenses and tracking your income. And then, you know, once you see your reports, you're gonna see, like, you won't be stuck with the question at the end of the month, like, what did I spend my money on this month? Like, you know, I know I had some sales or whatever, but I'm not seeing the money anymore. It was like, you can track these things and see exactly what you spend the money on. Yes. And, um, yes. yeah, just make sure you're compliant. Um, taxes are inevitable unfortunately um but yeah there's ways around them there, there's ways you can save but you have to start tracking your expenses you have to start saving your documentation and and just um being, being in the know be aware like don't shy away from it it's not the bad it's not hard. it's helpful it's supposed to be a tool for you <laughs> and i thought about something
0: while you were talking and i you know i'm going to throw this at you and you, you, I have thoughts on it but um co-mingling
1: of finances
0: oh yes thank you for <laughs> that
1: thank you. Yeah. yes I can't stress enough how important it is to have a separate business account from your personal account and keep the two separate um yeah make sure you're not using your business uh credit card to you know, go to Walmart and buy groceries for your house and things like that. And you know, because the IRS is gonna, they're gonna look at these things as well. Even if you have an LLC or whatever, um, if you've been co-mingling your um ex- your finances this whole time, the IRS can actually disregard that LLC and say, well, you haven't been keeping track of anything, you've been co-mingling this whole time. So we're gonna treat everything as business income and all of this as business expense. So where are the receipts for all of these purchases that are coming out? where are the receipts? And if you can't provide, most of them, they can just, they can refuse all your deductions, like, because you've not been, you know, keeping everything separate. So yeah, make sure you keep a separate business bank account from a personal business bank account. And don't use your business account as the ATM and just all willy-nilly. I think it's best to pay yourself a certain amount um, every week or so if you want, just transfer money from that business account to your bank, to your personal account. So you have that paper trail. The more paper trail you have, the better. So just always think of it that way.
0: um, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I just thought about that. I was just like, you know, because I know a lot of times, especially um, because a a lot of creatives start as a hobby and it grows from there. And so, you know, initially you are using your own finances to kind of, you know, funded before, like before it makes that really switch over into a business, but then people get to business stage and, you know, and, and we hear so much about, you know, you know, the world of, um, business ownership via memes. We hear so much about, you know, LLC, this and LLC that, but I'm like, so if you just doing whatever you can, not it's not like a protect all that you, you know, can just run wild and do whatever you want and not have responsibilities
1: yes yeah it's your responsibility at the end of the day it's your responsibility it's your business um, so you should have everything in order there's really no excuses um, like i said i know no one goes into business thinking unless you're an accounting professional like myself no one goes into business thinking i want to deal with accounting. i want to deal with numbers but it is the language of business it is a part of business and you can't escape it if you have a business. So if you if you don't want to deal with it, outsource, hire someone who can deal with it for you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the language of business. It's a part of business. <laughs> I love that. The language
0: of business. Yes. And I totally agree with hiring someone and that someone might just be named Raven. So I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Um, but... I'm going to go ahead and get to the wrap up questions and these are just the questions that I ask all of my guests when they come on, Um, so the first question is what tell me about your favorite pair of pajamas.
1: (laughs) So my favorite pair of pajamas is anything that's just soft comfortable. And loose fitting I like to be you know you know I like to layer up so like anything that's loose and comfortable that I can just lounge around in, you know. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely
0: a soft PJ girl. I love like a, a really soft material. Um if you go back to a few um guests ago, we had Angela with um bamboo. It's a bamboo-based um um sleepwear line. Okay. And I've like fallen madly in love with it and like, it, to the point where it's just like, you want me to get dressed for what? Like, right. <laughs> and I actually um, gifted my husband a pair and he was like, oh, so now I understand why you don't ever want to take your pajamas off. So right. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a soft PJ girl. So I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, So finish the sentence for me. My time freedom allows me to.
1: My time freedom allows me the time to um, practice self care. Um, I think that's so important for you know everyone to you know make sure I take some time for myself, whether it's just going for a walk, um, you know making myself a nice meal, or you know, going to the gym or, or whatever, like I have to take care of myself first, you know, that's the only way I can serve others. I can be of any use to anyone is make sure I have the time to take care of myself. So I'm thankful for my time freedom that I'm able to do those things consistently. And I, I love that.
0: Absolutely love it. Because I mean, that that's, that's what we all need. We all need to be able to take care of ourselves. And I love how you say it. Like, I have to be able to take care of myself to take care of others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, both just as um women, as entrepreneurs, you know, there's all this pressure to be always going and always doing, but you can't really do that at its best if you're not rested. Right. So I think that's beautiful. So, what advice would you give to someone who was seeking a profits in pajamas lifestyle and understand when I say that pajamas is a thing for me it might be you know traveling it might be you know dancing it might be something else for someone else but basically mm-hmm. having that freedom to enjoy their life and have a profitable
1: business uh yeah my advice would be don't be afraid to put yourself first and your self-care first um I know it's something that, you know, we struggle with. I kind of struggle with it sometimes. Always thinking that you have to be go, go, go all the time. And, you know, you kind of let people step over your boundaries and things like that. But, you know, you have to put yourself first. You know, whether it's taking some time in the morning to wake up before your schedule gets crazy and just like practice mindfulness, yoga or anything like that. Make sure that you are looking out for yourself and practicing self-care. And I think pretty much everything else falls into place after that is for me. So that would be my advice, just self-care, effective self-care.
0: No, and, and I agree with you. And it's one of those things that it may sound counterintuitive, uh-huh. you know, but it it's actually true. Like, until you start experiencing it and doing it, if you don't believe it, just give it a try. If, if it doesn't work, you can go back to being overworked. That's fine. but. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things that when you start doing it, you realize that when you're rested, you're more productive. When you're rested, you're more creative. When you're rested, your life comes into alignment in a better way. So, you know, the rat race is overrated. That's all I'm going to say about, (laughs) about that. <laughs> so so as we wrap up Raven, how can they get in touch with you? Because I'm sure, you know, a good part of our listening audience is realizing how
1: badly they need to go ahead and hire an accountant. Yeah, you can get in touch with me uh, through my website, ravenbookkeepingbusiness.com. uh I have my, my online calendar up there. we can schedule a free consultation if you like. So yeah, and
0: that'd probably be the best way to get in touch with me. Awesome, awesome. And it should she said free consultation. You could afford that. And whether you right. <laughs> you can't tell me that you can't. <laughs> you definitely can. So I really want you guys to reach out to um Raven and I'm gonna have her um her website in the show notes so that you can um, just click on the link and get right to her. I want you to reach out to her. I want you to book that consultation. Um, because one, you may be surprised, you know, to find out, you know what, I can't afford this. I'm going to just be honest with you. You can't afford not to do it. So you might as well do it. Um, but you know, at least you can talk to somebody and understand at least where you are right now, you know? Um, so, just do it. Just, just go ahead and do it. Just, we, we're not gonna, we're not gonna play around with this. You know, 2022, we we were taking action. We're doing things that we um need to do, and we're not kicking the can down the road. And we're also just gonna release that that extra energy we put behind stuff because we make things bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. We build up in our mind that it's a bigger ordeal, or I don't want anybody. You know, I mentioned this on the, the episode with Shalon when she was um, talking about financial advising. I don't, you know, we I don't want anybody, you know, seeing my house dirty. You know how when you hire a housekeeper, then all of a sudden you got to go clean the house for the housekeeper to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't clean it all. They seen worse than what you got. They, they like, they, there's no judgment. It's just trying to get you right for your future so don't don't get caught up in all of those thoughts and the thousand things that you're coming up with of why you can't you definitely can and you want to click on that link book a consultation so that you can get yourself in order we're about to go into the second half of the year um you, you if you have to make up six months Make up six months of, you know, legwork instead of having a whole year's worth of legwork to make up when tax season comes around. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to thank you, Raven, for coming on, for sharing with us. Um, and you know, we may have to do this again, closer to tax season. Well, before you get into the pick of tax season, cause I know once that oh, yeah. time comes around, it's a little, it's a little crazy, um, but I definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing with us, you know, information, both about a county and taxing tax season that, um, can really help small business owners to understand the importance and to hopefully get themselves on track.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: (laughs) All right, guys, I'm, I'm going to sign off. Oh, before I do, I do want to share. I do have my um, goal setting workshop. That's coming up on the 22nd. I'll have the notes um, in the show notes, the link to sign up for that. So, we are you know about to enter that um third quarter second half of the year it's time to reevaluate it's time to check in and it's time to you know if you don't have your goals in order get them in order if you do have them but you haven't been making progress let's figure out what's going on and why so we can finish strong and you know just tying it back to the topic financial should be a part of those goals that should be one of your um goal areas but um i definitely want you to be there for that workshop where i'm going to be sharing my goal setting system that i have used time and time again for the major life events in my life that, I, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, using that system, I've made impossible things happen, but it's intentional action and strategy um, behind both setting the goals and completing them. So I will put that in the notes. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at your workflow. Or you can um, go to my website, CoachDannyD.com. So it was um, great talking with you, Raven. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at CoachDannyD.com.